hello to the internet. My name's Leanne Michelle. Welcome to Feather Souls Wall Flare. I am your resident hedge witch. This is a safe space where we will talk about anything and everything. Nothing is off limits. Today we're talking about beginner witch kits. So often I see questions from new witches online as I'm trawling around all the socials asking, what do I get? I want to pursue the pursue the craft. Where do I start? I may have touched on this previously, but I'm going to go in depth with this today. First off, congratulations. You've started on your journey with the craft. Your awakening may only have just started or it could have been circling you for some time as it did with me. You're probably wondering, where the hell do I start? I want all the things. Before we delve into all the things, air quote, I want you to know that the craft itself is a huge rabbit hole. There are so many paths, directions and information about all sorts of various things that it it can become overwhelming really quickly. There are Facebook groups, Discord communities, podcasts, um, documents, documentaries all at our fingertips thank you technology not to mention there are thousands upon thousands of books available for us to read via book suppliers such as book depository or booktopia which i think is um booktopia specific to australia i believe there are sellers on etsy who sell bundles of ebooks if your preferred method of reading is via a kindle or similar There is so much information available to us to learn and to begin our journey uh, when exploring our craft that we can find ourselves wondering, where the hell do I start? The easy advice would be to say, just pick somewhere and run with it, you know, That's probably the easiest way to do it. Just pick one thing and run with it and see where it takes you. The fact is, there's no right or wrong place to start your learning. There's not. Like, there's just, there's no right or wrong way to start, to start the learning journey and self-development journey that is, you know, um, choosing to be a witch if social media is your preferred route, 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 let's say route sounds nicer. You can try hashtags on Instagram, like witches of Instagram, or if you're on TikTok, you can look at witch talk. Um, you know, there are hashtags out there that are available and that depends on the, you know, that are very dependent on the platform that you're using. Just be mindful though, that when you're using hashtags, yes, you're going to find some real nuggets of gold as you're sifting through all the all the hashtags. But you're also going to find lots of garbage. So make sure that you check the the little excuse me. It's nearly 1am here in Brisbane and it seems that I can't speak English. You need to check the validity of the creators that you're watching. If it doesn't feel right, it probably isn't. <laughs> 
You know, I always say that. Always listen to your gut. If something doesn't feel right, then it probably isn't. If books are more your style, pick up something about Wicca. Honestly, Wicca is a really good entry point for your learning. Um, But bear in mind, Wicca is actually classed as a religion. Most Wiccans are witches, but not all witches are Wiccan. So the so Wicca and being a witch are two completely different things. I'm not Wiccan myself, so I'm actually hesitant to say too much about Wicca because the reading that I've done on Wicca quite limited, and it was a couple of years ago. So I will say that reading about Wicca was a really good entry point for me and my learning. Um, I was fortunate. Uh, I was I was fortunate um, in that I had a wonderful crone as a teacher and a friend. So if you were, if you're fortunate to have a crone in your life as a friend or a teacher, I'd suggest that they'd be your starting point for your learning because not only will they have lived and breathed the craft for many years. If they are willing, they can make a great number of suggestions to you regarding your learning and what to put in your kit when you're starting out and you're wanting to buy things. So if you know someone who has been actively in the craft for years and are in the crone stage of their life, they are an excellent starting point and that, you know, you are very blessed and very lucky um, to have that person um, to guide you if they are so willing. Now, your kit why we're here today. This is where things get fun and exciting. I must say it is so easy to get consumed by the excitement and want to buy all the things. Believe me, like I get it. I did the same thing when I started out. I wanted everything and I wanted to learn everything straight away and the craft doesn't work like that. Now, in terms of your kit, it it doesn't need to be extravagant or full of fancy things. You know, it doesn't, if the witch aesthetic isn't for you, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't need to, to be in line with the witch aesthetic. If you're all about pink and fluffy and unicorns, and if that's what you want your kit to look like, then that's entirely up to you. That's your call. They're your tools and you will be using them, nobody else. Um, Leather-bound journals, fancy pens, and all the crystals, although they're lovely, they're actually not necessary. Like, you don't need to spend big heaps of money to get your kit started because the fact is when you're starting out honestly all you need to begin with is a journal and a pen a notebook and a pen doesn't need to be anything fancy um you know this notebook and this pen it's going to be the beginning of your book of shadows which is a written record of your learning experiences revelations thoughts You know, um, just like I said, a simple notebook will do. My first book of shadows came from a $2 shop. Like it was two bucks. And I used whatever pen I had available at the time. I'm a bit of a stickler for keeping things the same. And because I started writing in it with black pen, I continued using black pen. But that's just 
that's just my personal preference. If you want to use all of the rainbow glitter pens to write in your in your you know in your journal or your notebook as you're delving into the craft, bloody do it, I reckon. I kept all my writings, as I said, in my journal in black pen, but that was my choice. You know, even like when I'm when I'm planning these podcasts and you know, not that I plan them, they just all kind of come to me and I scribble really quickly. But, um, you know, or anything that I write in relation to the craft, it's always been my personal preference to write in black and that's just me, but you don't have to do that. Um, it's personal preference. What your what your first journal or book of shadows and what and the writing tools that you use to fill it, personal preference. Anyway, I digress. So, you need a notebook and a pen. So, what do you write in? What do I write in my book of shadows? I hear you wondering. Honestly, anything you want pertaining to your craft. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, there might be, you might want to write lists of things that you're interested in. You know, um, you might want to write the names and information about your spirit guides should you choose to connect with and work with them. Um, as you are traversing your awakening, you will find that random thoughts, symbols, pictures, information, that'll just come to you. Um, you could write that in your book of shadows. Honestly, the list is endless. I even have automatic spirit writing entries in mine when I discovered that I could spirit write. Um, I can't read it, <laughs> but, um, yeah, like I, I use mine for all sorts of things. And you d you can do that too. If you're inclined to the divination side of the craft. Oh, sorry, next item. If you're inclined to the divination side of the craft, buy yourself a pendulum and a tarot or an oracle deck. Now, pendulums are commonly used to communicate with spirit via yes or no answers. They can also be used to clear space, cleanse and clear chakras and energy fields, amongst many other things. Uh, they're often made using crystal. So whatever pendulum you choose or pendulum that chooses you, find out what crystal it is and read up on it. In my mind, it's actually... it's important to know what kind of crystal energy you're working with with your pendulum because in knowing this you're going to be positioned to use your pendulum in a way that benefits your learning and evolution as a witch going forward you know a pendulum not necessary for your witch kit it's something that I would suggest but I'm inclined to divinatory practices. I'm inclined to work with a pendulum. I'm inclined to work with tarot and oracle cards. So uh, if divination is your jam, get yourself a pendulum. Now, tarot and oracle cards. I need to be careful here because I can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk about cards because personally, cards they're my jam I love working with them first off we need to we need to debunk a myth and this is no bullshit 
So I want you to listen carefully. Your first deck does not have to be gifted to you. Let's say it all a little bit louder for those in the back. Your first deck does not have to be gifted to you. I hear it so often that your first deck should be gifted and it's garbage. Like it really is. Purchase your own deck. You know, if you're stuck on the gift thing, on the gift side of things, you know, and if having one gifted to you is something that resonates for you and it sticks with you, gift one to yourself. Self-care, baby. Absolutely. Now, tarot and oracle, just while we're on the subject, they're two completely different things. Now, I am by no means an authority on anything I'm talking about here. I, I tend to, all of my content is based on my experience and just various thoughts that I have randomly from time to time. Now, tarot and oracle, they're two completely different things. Tarot, it's a system of 78 cards, which is split into the major and the minor arcana. The minor arcana is further split into four suits, each of which carry their own meaning. Tarot, in terms of divination systems, it's a specific system of card reading and it can take years to master. Don't let that put you off. You know, learning isn't a fast process, so don't let it put you off. If you feel that tarot is for you, in terms of your first deck, I would strongly suggest the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, also known as the Rider-Waite deck. This is the most widely used deck, and it's also the deck that card creators base their interpretation of from the tarot when they birth their own deck. So you want a Rider-Waite deck. It's got all the traditional drawings in it. Um yeah, you'll find that a lot of a lot of tarot readers um, will actually recommend the Rider Waite deck to new witches when learning the tarot. So Oracle, on the other hand, there's no real universal system. There's no specific number of cards. There's no specific spread. No specific system to follow as such. Uh, Oracle decks come in a number of themes. And many encompass many different things. Oracle decks are completely up to the discretion of the creator. When I first discovered cards, I was introduced to them via the Lenormand system, which that's a completely different ball game. I'm not going to talk about Lenormand today because I don't I don't feel that I know enough about it to create a podcast. Yes, I can use the cards, but you know, I, I don't feel that I know enough about the system itself to put some content out about it. But I learned using the Lenormand system, completely different ball game. I was 17. Years passed. At the age of 34, I purchased my first Oracle deck. Although I was reading fortune cards at 17, it wasn't until I was 34 that I bought myself an Oracle deck and I got serious about cards. Now, Oracle cards will always come with a guidebook that it, that will include notes from the creator, how to clear and bond with your deck, how to use it, and the meanings of each of the cards. 
this guidebook is an excellent tool for getting to know your deck. Now, just a quick heads up, always, always, always check the source or supplier when you're purchasing decks to guarantee that you're purchasing a legitimate copy. Counterfeit copies do exist, sadly. Um, They will be underpriced because they are cheaply made and they are rip-offs. They will have QR codes on them to access the book information because they won't come with a guidebook. They're basically cheap and nasty replicas of original works. It's tempting to want to save some coin by purchasing a a replica. My advice, don't. If you're gifting yourself your first deck, check out metaphysical or new age stores. Have a look on book book depository. Or check out publishers like Blue Angel Publishing or Hay House, just as two examples. You're pretty safe when you're pur- with purchasing a genuine deck if your sources are legitimate. So, we've talked Book of Shadows, we've talked decks. Now, you may choose to get yourself some crystals. Crystals are a very personal choice. Not all witches work with them or want them. While others, such as myself, I love them. I love their energy. I think they're pretty. I just love having them around. Now, before you purchase any crystals, you're going to want to read up about their properties and their uses so that you have all bases covered. It's a good idea to learn learn how you can cleanse and clear them so that you can use them. Some people choose to program their crystals for a specific use. Personally, this isn't something that I do. As one of my teachers said to me when she was Earthside, they are hundreds of millions of years old. Who are we to tell them what to do? Her stance was to use them as they called to her and for that purpose and for the purpose they identified to her at the time. I've personally adopted this way of using crystals because it's what feels right for me and my craft. It works for me. You know, you've got to work in alignment with your craft. If you're interested in reading up about crystals and learning about them, anything written and published by Judy Hall is solid. Her information is well-researched, well-laid out, and she has an excellent reputation among witches regarding the knowledge that she puts out about crystals. Now, in terms of my own kit, I started out with clear quartz, rose quartz, smoky quartz, black tourmaline, selenite, and amethyst. Now, in my mind, these are the basic six, and they're an excellent starting point. I won't go into their properties and uses because I'll still be talking in six months, and who's got time for that? Plus, if I tell you everything, it robs you of the opportunity to learn about things yourself. Lastly, you will need some form of protection. Protection, air quotes, is vital when working in the craft because when you are a witch, the dimensions can cross over and if we aren't careful, we can actually accidentally open up opportunities for unwelcome guests of the multidimensional variety into our space. We do not want this. Again, 
I won't go into the many methods of protection or energy clearing because it will rob you of the experience of learning. However, protection, it doesn't need to be complicated. It can be as simple as taking a few deep breaths and imagining that your energetic field and physical space is surrounded by a big ball of white light to protect you from evil and mischief energies. When you've finished your work, you may choose to remain in your protective bubble, tapping into it periodically to reimagine that it is strong, impenetrable, and that you are safe. You may choose not to keep the bubble going, in which case you can say thank you and continue on about your day. That's actually really quite a simple and easy method of protection, and it's something that I used when I was first learning. Um, it doesn't need to be extravagant and fancy um the craft you know one of one of my teachers once said to me when I was a beginner you know well I've been actively practicing for four years and I still class myself as a beginner um he said to me the craft at its core is actually really very simple so it doesn't need to be complicated. Again, I don't want to rob you of your learning when it comes to methods of energetic protection. Now, cleansing and clearing your space is the last thing I'm going to mention today. Now, your space can be cleared by using smoke. This is where herbs and learning about their properties and uses come into play. Now, herbs as part of the craft is a huge area all on its own, and it's one that I'm not well versed in. When I smoke cleanse, I use to, I tend to use um, insect, incense sticks or incense cones. Um, I have been known to uh, New Age and metaphysical shops. They will actually sell incense blends that are specific for cleansing, clearing and protection. So um, smoke cleansing or clearing is something that is popular. Um, there's no right or wrong way to do it. I will preface this by saying that you need to be mindful that you are not engaging in cultural appropriation by um, investing your time in learning closed practices and trying to perform rituals that are part of a closed practice. Um, so just be mindful of that. I've managed to avoid all of that because when I smoke clear, I work intuitively. So I do what feels right. Sound is another, meth um, another method. Uh, of clearing or cleansing your space you can clap you can play loud music you can clang frying pans together because sound actually prevents energy from becoming stagnant over time you may choose to get yourself a bell a drum or a singing bowl for sound clearing i like a drum because i find that um my drum ear that actually also reverberates all through my aura. So not only is my space cleansed, but I feel my energy feels a lot cleaner. Um, I 
will leave it with smoke and sound clearing as a starting point. There are so many methods and tools that you can use to cleanse your space. Um, the possibilities are endless. You're only limited by your imagination. So, to recap, you're exploring the craft. You're looking to put a kit together. Remember, it does not have to be expensive and you don't have to purchase everything all at once. The craft can be quite an expensive lifestyle if you get carried away. Um, this is me being the pot and calling the kettle black because I've spent a small fortune over the last few years. Um, it's, it's easy to get wrapped up in all the excitement. So um, I'm not going to rob you of that experience. So if you want to feel all the excitement and buy all the things, absolutely go and do it. Um, I'm not going to tell you not to do it. If I could have my time over again, I would be a little bit more choosy about what I purchase. Anywho, in terms of your kit, to start off, and at a basic level, you're looking for a notebook for your book of shadows. You're looking for a pen, a pendulum, a tarot or an oracle deck. The crystals that I listed earlier were clear quartz, rose quartz, smoky quartz, black tourmaline, selenite and amethyst. You will be looking for something to cleanse and clear your space. Little hint, you can actually use selenite to clear your space. Um, but I'll let you read up on that. You will also need something to keep you protected, your energy protected. Another little hint, those six crystals that I just mentioned, they can be used for both purposes. They can be used to, for cleansing and clearing and for protection. So. On that note, go forth, read, research, start writing your findings in your book of shadows and see where it takes you. Until next time, you enjoy your learning. Thank you for spending some time with me today. It's been a pleasure and a privilege to share some space with you here at Feather Souls Wolf Lair. You can find me on Facebook, TikTok or Instagram. If you'd like to reach out to me, I would love to hear from you. Until next time, remember, you are magnificent.